This is CX of M Radio, the voice of customer experience professionals. Welcome to another episode of Press One for Nick. Your host, Nick Limsdahl, is the Director of Contact Center Solutions at VDS. Through conversations with customer service and customer experience leaders, Nick and his guests exchange insightful stories, best practices, and invaluable lessons they have learned along the way. Welcome to the Press One for Nick podcast. My name is Nick Limsdahl. My guest this week is Brad Haley. He is the Chief Marketing Officer at Dave's Hot Chicken. Brad's journey with Dave's Hot Chicken began as a consultant in early 2000 or 2022, and by 2023 of December, he took on the mantle of CMO, driving the brand's meteorocratic rise. However, his accomplishments go well beyond that. Previously, Brad held IHOP's marketing and culinary strategies for nearly 1,700 restaurants from 2017 to 2021. His leadership saw the brand's cultural integration, standout omnichannel campaigns, and culinary innovations. The campaigns he guided received prestigious honors like the FEs and Canes Lions, reflecting his ability to seamlessly blend creativity and strategy. Before IHOP, Brad served as a CMO for CKE Restaurants, overseeing marketing, culinary strategies, analytics, consumer insights, and public relations for over 3,000 Carl's Jr.'s and Hardy's restaurants. Today, Brad joins us and shares insights, experiences, and exciting future of Days Hot Chicken. Brad, welcome to the Press One for Nick podcast. Thanks, Nick. It's great to be here. It is great indeed, and it is. Uh, I'm looking forward to it because, for one, I I loved reading about your story. For two, I really enjoy Dave's Hot Chicken. The we were talking just a few minutes ago that my go-to is the the chicken sandwich. Obviously, the the the, the combo is awesome. But if I I can't get any higher than the medium. Or else I'm sweating out of my shirt as I walk through that. So <laughs> that's my uh, order too. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that that sounds like your your go to order. Um, is there you know the one thing that really snuck up on me is is the is the sauce that you guys uh, have as well. I I brought it to my family and mm-hmm. and and the kiddos uh, were all over it. Uh, so I it's like this. You were very generous uh, on the on the food wise, and and uh, the quality is great. So we'll stop there. So the first question I have for you is, you know, what was that journey like from being a consultant and then jumping into that CMO uh, for Dave Sachigan? Yeah, well, I um, I actually had worked with some of the senior management here before when I was at CKE, which is Carl's Jr. and Hardee's, and they were looking for someone to sort of helped the brand transition from a rapidly growing startup to a kind of a, an established successful business. So I start worked here for most of last year as a consultant. And then in, in, as you said, in December, I was named uh, CMO for the brand. And, and where have you seen that, that marketing transition happen and how are you aligning that marketing with the growth of that organization to keep, keep that standard the way it is? Because Sometimes it's tough as an organization as you're continuing to build and increasing that trajectory is to have that the quality not just on the food but the but the brand itself. Yeah, well, it's um, it, that's that's probably the biggest challenge, frankly, uh, because this brand started out as a really a fresh idea in the industry. It's not just the food; it's also if you go into we've been in our restaurants and you see the design 
and decor is very, very unique. It's it, We started just over six years ago and the founders uh, began in a East Hollywood pop-up location in a, in a parking lot. Actually, we just celebrated the sixth anniversary earlier this year and recreated the pop-up. The, the parking lot was still available, so we recreated that and had, had the founders there. But they created this vision for the brand uh, Armand Oganeshin, who's actually uh, our chief brand officer, we work very closely with him. He had the he had the kind of the vision for the brand, and uh, and and the the graffiti you see on the walls is meant to reflect the graffiti that was all over the parking lot when they opened the when they had the first pop up. So maintaining that kind of that cool fresh vibe for the brand, if you will, as we get bigger and grow rapidly, it, it is a challenge. But but we're fortunate because we have these passionate followers around uh, around the country so we have influencers and creators that review the brand we don't we don't pay them they just review the brand because it's this cool thing they want to do and we just most of our marketing still to this day is just sharing that those posts and those reviews with a broader audience so it's completely authentic which helps keep us fresh for the, for the next group of guests and the next market and the next opening that we have so that's 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 actually a big part of just keeping it real, I guess, is just sharing organic content out there. Yeah, how? It, so you're talking about these influencers and the people that that love the brand specifically. It's not that they they are getting rewarded for it, but it's because they actually love it and and they're they're loyal to to the brand themselves. And I'd say a lot of organizations in general. Uh, it's it's hard to build that brand. It's hard to build that the 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 cult following um, to to continue that journey. But it's because maybe you're you're absolutely unique in in the graffiti. You're you stand out among the masses from the ordinary. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. And every Dave's is different, by the way. We it's uh, by, by design. So the graffiti is always different in every restaurant there's we localize them to every location so you could go to you could go to uh, we have a, roughly 150 restaurants right now so you could go to all 150 and they'd be at least somewhat different so your experience it's, it's, there's always something fun and interesting to look at in the restaurants there's kind of easter eggs in the design and decor too that people stumble across so it makes makes the experience as fun uh, as of course uh, as, as it is to eat the food which is amazing so you work at quite a few of these iconic organizations, you know, in, in the marketing role across most of them, what, what strategies and, and what lessons have you brought through your time as you're journeying through this, this marketing um, uh, career? I guess I'd say like earlier in my career, I had a couple of, I was involved in a couple of turnaround situations some that just happened, uh, and and some that that were <laughs> that I I went into the went into the situation with my eyes open, because yeah. the nice thing about those is th those situations. Well, it's not 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 great at the time, but the but I guess the the upside of them is you can take big swings because because you have to to kind of reverse the situation, and and I learned early on in my career that if if you're smart about it and and you have a good strategy, then taking the big swings actually can pay off in a big way for a brand. Whether you're in a turnaround mode or like this one, which is which is was successful almost from day one. Yeah, I thought that was what you just said was impactful for me because there's a lot of people that take big swings because they're desperate. Uh, I feel like you guys are taking big swings because you're uniquely different and 
it's working. And so you, yeah. whatever's working, you need to double down on. Uh, and I, I really appreciate that. And uh, I respect that for you guys. Yeah. You know, one question I have for you is, as, as a leader in, in marketing, mm -hmm. from your perspective, what is the most important skill for a successful marketer to have? Well, I guess a couple things. Um, one of the things I've always liked about marketing is you have to be kind of a business generalist. You have to know a little bit about every aspect of, of business to be successful. But but I guess I come back to uh, the biggest thing is probably is, is bravery, because in particularly in today's world, which is kind of a performance driven culture for marketing, uh, it's easy to just rely on the numbers and just and and frankly, you almost don't, don't need a marketing department for that because it's so automated these days. But there are things that you can't test in advance, like the the uh, for example, the IHOP. When I was at IHOP, we did the International House of Burgers uh, activation to to basically tell the world that IHOP had uh, had great things beside after breakfast to come come in for, and that was something you couldn't test. You couldn't test a name change uh, because then the cat would be out of the bag from a kind of an earned media PR standpoint. So you just have to rely on a good strategy and, and sound thinking and, and take that swing. And that not, not everyone's comfortable doing that, but playing it safe, particularly in today's world is it's not a formula for long-term success, I think for marketers or the brands they work for. In a competitive market, does your customer service stand out from the crowd? One way to offer a better experience is by moving your contact center to the cloud. But with so many options to choose from, how do you know which solution is the best for both your business and your customers? That's where VDS comes in and guides you to the best solution. They understand your clients' pain points, business outcomes, and goals. Then VDS designs, implements, supports, and provides 24-7 managed services. From start to finish, VDS is committed to finding the best solutions for your clients' needs. To learn more, go to www.govds.com or find a link in the show notes. It's that, it's that educated risk that you're having to continue to lean into. As a marketer, as, as any industry or any department, you have a plethora of data. Uh, how often are you guys collaborating as just in marketing in general, are you collaborating across the entire organization to, to share da data, but also to receive it? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, we're still a small, small brand. So the, the so I can walk 20 feet out of my office and, and see everybody at the, in the headquarters. So we collaborate almost, almost uh, unavoidably we collaborate <laughs> here. So so we share information. I we had a meeting with the ops team today, actually, and and uh, and I said we're all marketers in this room. So and we talked about what we look for and how how we drive the business and 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 we'll take great ideas from anywhere in the organization or outside the organization from our franchisees. Yeah, the one thing that I I just here saw I went to your guys' website <clears throat> earlier this week and I saw that you guys are running a, a eat Dave's hot chicken. Uh, when when Drake tickets, and mm -hmm. I think that's an interesting, memorable campaign. You know, when it comes to these people who are up and coming, aspiring marketers, what advice would you have for them to create consistent, memorable campaigns? Well, the I think well for us, that one kind of was born internally. Actually, our our CEO Bill Phelps had had the initial idea, but Drake Drake is one of our investors, and 
and we we like to kind of like leverage that part that collaboration that partnership because he's obviously hugely su- successful entertainer uh billboard magazine's decade of the year uh artist of the decade i should say and um he so he's got i think 140 million followers on instagram so that's a great opportunity for us to kind of marry the two fan bases his and ours because dave's has has quite a big fan base as well as you can imagine on instagram and and tiktok primarily but you know we're not at 140 million at this point yet so that was so that that idea came uh internally and that's where a lot of great ideas do come from but i'd say in general for marketers uh the thing that's the the, the, the thing that's always worked well for me is finding the most creative agency resource you can find and letting them do their thing, letting them, let them, letting them show the work that they can do. If you, it's not, there's no point in getting a creative agency or if you're going to, if you're going to be very prescriptive with what they do, because they won't be happy and you won't get the best work from them. And the other thing I think is once you find the, that partner is, is making them feel like they're truly a part of the team. And, and to me, they, they they've always, uh, worked as an extension of the marketing uh, department, whether even whether it's a small one or a big one, and uh, they they love that. Mark, they're, they're marketers too. They're smart, creative people. So it's always great to have their input. So you want to create an atmosphere where they feel comfortable offering ideas, and and they 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 may offer ideas about new products or earned media, PR, anything. And it's great to have that. But you got to start with. You have to create the environment that makes a really creative agency want to work with you because they know that you'll let them do great work. I like that. I like the the fact that you're ingraining them into the into the everyday so that they get to to live and and breathe that that culture so that they can make recommendations. When it comes to finding a a firm, how do you how do you decipher what questions are you asking to to identify which ones are the most creative? Well, it, a lot of it comes from just following the following the industry and and seeing seeing where the good work is and where it's coming from. And of course, uh, awards, particularly something like a like an FE, which is based on the effectiveness of the work, is 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 another indicator. But usually, if you're if you follow the industry and, and you just see where the really interesting creative stuff is coming from, the, those are the people that that I like to talk to. And I think anyone should want to talk to if they're, if they're looking for a advertising partner. Yeah, that's, that's sound advice. So when it comes to ca- a fast casual industry, as most industries, they're continuing to find ways to innovate. So from your perspective, what's the best way to stay attuned to that changing preferences of, of technology of the, or even the consumer experience? Well, it, I guess it starts with what the what the what the company needs and what the guest wants. That's 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 usually the starting point, I think, for us in every everything we do. And then beyond that, it's just following the industry. So it's and it's a combination, I'd say, of guest insights work uh, to tell us what the guest wants and 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 is interested in. And then it's a, a good measure of gut, which is obviously fueled by experience. So what's the best way from from your perspective is to, to monitor and provide feedback based off of the feedback that's been given to the, from the consumer. Is it, um, you know, the, how many, is it personas? Is it uh, how often they come back? Is it, are they part of your loyalty program? What's a good measure of, of the retention of that customer based off of the organization? 
Well, it's I guess it's say all those things, but we do uh, partner with Biki, uh, which is our customer data platform partner, and and obviously that that uh, that that kind of service gives us an ability to 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 see what guests are doing, how often they're coming back, uh, wh- where they're going, what they get. So that not not down to the obviously individual level, uh, or well, we know how individuals behave, but we can't identify them. That's obviously protected information, but we can still see how the behavior uh, down to uh, an individual person, not not identified, but down to an individual person. And that's extremely valuable because we can see, for example, if we're testing uh, some menu innovation, but we can know if it's bringing in a new customer, if it's having, if it's, if existing customers were coming back more often. So that's probably the most valuable information we have because it's real data. It's not, we, again, we get consumer insights information and that's that's extremely valuable too but that's self-reported so we'd always rather have actual results to look at before we make decisions yeah i'm i'm always curious when it comes to this menu innovation of some some organizations or some fast casual companies uh they have great great products and not only do they keep great products but they continue to find ways to innovate mm-hmm. um what's that process look like at dave's hot chicken uh, Dave's is uh, a bit unique, I would say, in this way. We have a very—you've been there, so you know—it's a very simple menu, and we want to keep it that way because it's very important that we deliver the quality food and high-quality food across the system. One of the things that that Bill Phelps, our CEO, likes to talk about most publicly, and he's the numbers he's, he says he's most proud of, and I believe it because he says it all the time, is that we've been able to maintain. Uh, actually, we've been able to slightly build our guest perceptions of the brand as we've gone from you know a handful of locations to 150 now, and we rival. We we are tied or better than the the highest quality brands from a service standpoint that you can think of in the industry, and and despite incredibly rapid growth, we've been able to maintain that, and that's 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 extremely important to us. So that's that's a big that's a, that's a that's a big part of what makes us, I think, successful. Yeah, I I would agree. Is what's what are you most excited about in let's say one to three years when it comes to Dave's Hot Chicken? Obviously, there's the the growth. Um, but what else are you most excited about outside of maybe not running into having having these huddles with with yeah. the with the immediate posse every single day? Yeah. Oh, I I guess I'd say um, uh, I'd like to see Dave's continue to grow uh, as as we're growing, maintaining the quality that we we have. And getting back to your earlier question, that's one of the reasons I think why we don't do a lot of in- menu innovation. We like to keep it simple so we can deliver high quality. But but we'll do a few things. I, uh, we have we have guests. We know that guests are interested in in other things from Dave. So we'll do some modest menu innovation. I'm looking forward to that. We've got some. A new uh, a new video campaign that we're working on that I'm that I'm excited to see uh, come out here in the near future. So those are the things that that I'm excited about in the in the short term, and medium, and long term. Just keeping it keeping it going, and keeping the brand cool. Yeah, I'm I'm excited as well. I'm I'm looking forward to the success you guys are having. The one thing, one question I had for you as we close out here is, you've been in the marketing uh, industry for a long time. You, as you look back, what are the some of the most valuable lessons that you've learned along the way? I guess, um, in addition to what we talked about earlier, I guess um, it's the ability to listen. I think sometimes, sometimes people get to 
be a senior level at marketing and they feel like they know the answers and they tell people what to do and they prescribe what 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 people should do but but you have to be able to listen whether obviously to the guest but the, your internal team uh cross-functional team members franchisees and and your agency partners a lot of people it's amazing how many people again work with an agency and they won't and and they'll tell them what to do as opposed to listen to what they have to say and what they think. So I'd say that's one of the biggest lessons is listen to people and don't, don't assume, you know, the answers, even, even if you have a lot of experience and a lot of success, you, you can always learn. Yeah, it's so wise too, because the, the older I get, the more I realize that I, that when I speak too fast, I, I tend to not know all the information and mm-hmm. I tend to not, sound as educated as I would if I'd have just asked a clarifying question and just zip my mouth for a few more minutes. <laughs> yep, so, exactly. Yep. Uh, it, it's, it's an ever, ever evolving, uh, you know, uh, way to improve, but, um, you know, I, I appreciate that lesson cause I, I need to remind myself of that today. So what is the best way for if somebody that do- doesn't know of Dave's hot chicken or, they're looking to find a location. Maybe they're looking to, to, to partner with you guys in some way. Maybe they're just looking for uh, free Drake tickets. Uh, what's the best way for people to get all of you guys? Well, uh, obviously our, our, our website, uh, we haven't, we have a mobile app and a loyalty program. So th- that's the best way I I'd say is just, is look us up online and, and follow us on, on our, our two primary social mediums, uh, Instagram and TikTok. We've got, we've got, uh, 2.3 million followers, I think, across those, which, which mm-hmm. isn't as big as as giant brands, but on a, on a kind of a followers per location basis, we blow everybody away. Uh, no, no one comes close. So, it's uh, it's that that's an incredibly valuable resource that we have. So, I'd say follow us on social media or or go to our website or or app. Yeah, and, and the last thing I would say, obviously, go to the go to the app if you guys already know of Dave's Hot Chicken. However, mm-hmm. if you don't know of Dave's Hot Chicken, go to the website and search for a place that you that is one closest to you. And yep. uh, who who knows? Maybe somebody is one of my listeners will get the opportunity to um, meet Drake and hang out and have a Dave's Hot Chicken right there on stage. You yeah. never know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Brad, it's been a pleasure, and I'm looking forward to the success you guys continue to have. Same here, Nick. Thanks so much. Hey, listeners, can you think of one person who would benefit from the information you learned today? If so, please consider sharing this episode with them. And last, if you would like to receive all the quotes and book recommendations from all my guests, you can go to pressonefornick.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of Press One for Nick. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and share. Until next time, focus on your customers. Thanks for joining us for this session of CX of M Radio. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit cxofm.org for more resources.